back to Volcano Watch, a weekly podcast to update you on the volcanic activity of the week. I'm one of your hosts, Alessandro Mozu. And I'm your other host, Corinne Jorgensen. Alessandro and I are PhD students at the University of Geneva and we study volcanoes. And this podcast is designed to lead you on a journey of knowledge about our favorite things. Volcanoes, obviously. First of all, we will give you a quick update on some of the new and interesting activities this week. And then we will focus on one volcano. And it's gonna be Etna! It's March 13th at the time of recording and here is the weekly update. Okay, so if we start off in Europe, in Klyuchevskoy, which is in the Kamchatka region of Russia, it's been busy building a new cinder cone since last week. Associated with this has also been more phreatic eruptions between the snow and ice, uh, which is essentially where hot lava vaporizes ice or, or water instantly, and this volume expansion causes an explosion. Etna was obviously busy this week too, but we'll save that for later. Iceland, however, has been abuzz with this continued seismic activity on the Reykjanes Peninsula. A, new, a news report from the Icelandic Meteorological Office states that the seismic swarm is a result of an influx of magma into a, a new dike, which is essentially a, a sheeted magma reservoir. And this magma is as shallow as one kilometer uh, depth from the surface, which, which is quite shallow. And if you're curious, they determined this from INSAR data, which is a geophysical technique. Now, this influx doesn't necessarily mean that there will be an eruption. Instead, this lava can just cool in place. But if it does erupt, then it's likely to be at Mount Fagradalsfjell, which is several kilometers from the nearest town of Grundavik. It'll be interesting to see what happens next, so we'll keep an ear out and let you know next week. Hey, editing Korean. As always, Alessandra and I would like to apologize for any uh, volcanic names that we get wrong. We're really sorry, and we are working on trying to pronounce them correctly, but it's uh, a work in progress. Concerning the Asiatic continent, Sinabung in Sumatra, Indonesia, after the 2nd of March pyroclastic flow, I've continued this activity with some explosions. Those explosions produce ash plumes that uh, rose up to 3,400 meters, both on the 10th and on, on the uh, 11th of March. And as reported also by VolcanoDiscovery.com, the warning bulletin states that an area of about three kilometers from the eruptive crater can be affected by pyroclastic flows and ballistic impact of bombs. Both Sakurajima in the Kyushu region of Japan and Dukono in Halmahera in Indonesia produced some ash columns reaching a height of about 3,700 meters for Sakurajima and 2,400 meters for Dukano. Moreover, the increased seismicity at Pinatubo and Tao Volcano, both on Luzon Island, Philippines, made uh, both the alert level rise up to two for Tao and one for Pinatubo. The volcanic alert level ranges from zero, quiet, to five, very large eruption. Great. Okay, so the Americas uh, have also been quite busy. So Pacaya, which is in Guatemala, on both March 11th and on March 9th, there have been some lava fountaining episodes from the McKinney Summit Crater with heights up to 500 to 700 meters, um, as we discussed last week as well. Um, and in fact, VolcanoDiscovery.com reports that this lava fountaining seems to be quite regular. 
There was also a lava flow on the south-southwest flank, which we spoke about, and it is still active and still over one kilometer long. Senge and Ecuador had lots of plumes this week, with a particularly large one on March 12th, uh, which was recorded by IGEPN, which is the Geophysical Institute of Ecuador, and VAAC, or VAC, which is the Volcanic Ash Advisory Center. Um, and this plume on March 12th went up to 12.5 kilometers high, which reached the upper troposphere and darkened the sky, uh, according to social media. We saw new activity uh, since 2019 at San Cristobal in Nicaragua, which is also known as El Viejo, which had five Vulcanian eruptions on March 10th. Vina Minov in Alaska in the United States of America, which saw new activity last week, has continued with this activity this week, with several plumes as well as an effusive lava flow coming from a magma-filled dike which intersected the flank surface about one kilometer down from the summit of the cone. Kilauea uh, was busy this week. The Hawaiian Volcano Observatory reported a small lava pond near the western fissure on March 7th. This pond then collapsed and drained into the main lava lake. This kind of behavior is reported to be not too surprising from the western fissure. As well, at, in Hawaii, there was a big earthquake of 4.2 magnitude on Mauna Loa on March 11th, but this was reported to have no effect on uh, any of the volcanoes. This week, we also saw plume eruptions consistent with last week's activity from Fuego, Sangue, uh, Reventador, and Popocatepetl. Now, these aren't the only eruptions that happened this week, but a quick update uh, of what we think is interesting. Our sources for this research are primarily the Smithsonian Institution, Global Volcanism Program, and uh, the VolcanoDiscovery.com, which we suggest you to check out if you want to know more about any of the volcanoes we mentioned. Alessandro and I are still obsessed with Mount Etna this week, so we're talking about it again! Yeah, just a little bit, but also because Mount Etna in these days is... She's, do she's going off. She's doing things. Yeah. So, okay. Now the activity is almost every two days. It's impressive. The last one was yesterday. That Yesterday was the 12th of March. Mm -hmm. And she's only going in the morning. So you got to get up early for her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just talking a, a little bit about this activity, how it's actually erupting now. And now the eruption starts, all these eruption in a row that from the 16th of February up to now are 12 eruption in a row. Mm. Um, all of them starts with some Strombolian activity mm -hmm. and then we have that the Strombolian activity and the ash emission start to rise and with them also the volcanic tremor is starting rise. The volcanic tremor um, is a seismic signal that um, reflect uh, the resonance of magma movements in the upper part of the volcano, in the upper part of the plumbing system. Nice. And, and it's definitely what me and Corinne are watching every day, because yes. as soon as it's rising up, we are, oh, just check the camera! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sending WhatsApp messages to each other. Trevor's going up! Wake up! <laughs> yeah. yeah. After the tremor rise up, 
and the stromboid activity as well. The um, eruption can culminate in a lava fountains, spectacular lava fountains that can reach 500 meters in height, times 1,000 meters in height, some okay. other time 1.5 kilometers in height. That's impressive. It's really impressive, especially because like if you think of like scales, I always like to think of like heights of ash plumes as like kilometers of like how far I have to run. Also, another impressive stuff here in Geneva, we have this fountain, the Jedo, mm -hmm. that is particularly high, it's oh, 140 meters high. Yeah. It's impressive every time you look at it for how much it's high. And 1.5 kilometer is 11 times the Jedo. It's impressive. If you want another comparison, for example, the Tour Eiffel is 300 meters. The Eiffel Tower, yeah. Yeah, so it's gonna be something like five times the Tour Eiffel. It's crazy it's crazy huge yeah so Edna's been doing all of these fountains this past week um weeks really um okay one of my questions is where is this magma coming from <laughs> who knows <laughs> from the heart probably yeah well yeah but uh so some pre preliminary studies from ENGV, the ENGV is the um, Italian, the National Italian Institute of Geophysics and Volcanology, that nice. they are doing a really nice monitoring activity on we our favorite volcanoes. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah um, some preliminary analysis that they managed to do on the samples erupted from the um, uh, first tree eruption of February um, suggests that the magma is primitive. Okay, and so so what does primitive mean? Usually, um, primitive in petrology means that the magma undergone to none or very few modification of the um, chemical composition uh, from the moment they form in the in the art and the moment they erupt okay the surface. so generally when we say primitive we mean it's coming from the mantle yeah, more or less without any modification okay and then if it's not primitive what do we call it uh, evolved and this basically means if it's evolved there's been other things that have happened to this magma yeah okay and so the INGV is saying that it's primitive yeah okay does this match with what it's been in previous years? Mm -hmm. Does it is like the the um, eruptions from like the ones in like two thousand or two thousand eleven were they primitive as well? Uh, yeah, basically what happens that we have the the summit craters that produce um, usually a lot of explosive activity okay. and um, the study suggests that there is a, a little reservoir that a reservoir is a is a magma chamber. Okay. Um, it's located three kilometers deep in the crust and um, usually there is some magma stored there so we have some magari, uh, maybe some injection of um, of primitive magma <laughs> insides that can mix with the other magma so usually summit craters have various composition the composition can vary a lot oh, okay. sometimes it's more evolved sometimes it's more primitive Sometimes there are some flank eruption, very explosive, for example, the 2002-2003 eruption. Okay. That the magma from the mantle directly 
came out okay, in, in wow. Fisher. So it's, it's very more primitive. Okay. Um, there are no d chemical data published yet, so I don't know if it's gonna be more primitive or, or than two thousand two or okay. less. But uh, looks like it's it's on par at least. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Mm, cool. What else? What else can you tell me about this magma? Yeah, that uh, actually we are, we are all of us are keeping saying that the eruption started in in February with the sixteenth of February. But yeah, we can say that this uh, really cyclical yeah. uh, pattern starting in February, and that is true, but the volcano already start uh, erupt the 13th of December. Okay. And so if we consider also the December and January eruptions, okay. uh, now we are at the 16th eruption. Oh, okay. <laughs> so oh, this, cycle, this is so different. This is going to be a little bit different, yeah. Okay. Huh. Very cool. Okay, so that's our report on Etna for this week. Uh, we'll obviously keep you updated on what she's doing for next week. Um, but maybe we'll do a focus on a different volcano. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe <not. laughs> I don't know. You will discover it next week. <laughs> yes, along with us. Along with us. Well, we'll see what, what all of our volcanoes do. Um... So yeah, so thanks for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed. Um, most of the people who are listening personally know Alessandro and I, so feel free to reach out if you guys have any questions or comments. Um, we appreciate all the feedback we've been getting. Um, we are now up and running, and I think most streaming platforms, maybe not Apple Music yet, we gotta do that one. Um, and we have an Instagram. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, which features our lovely logo, which lots of people have really liked, so that's yeah. good. Yeah. I, I really receive a lot of good feedback from About there. the logo, yeah. uh, <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, maybe by the time you listen to this, we might have a Facebook page or a Twitter. Who knows? You'll, you'll know, I guess. You'll find out with us. <laughs> Anyways, um, I hope uh, you guys have a nice A wonderful week. week. Yeah. Thanks. Um, See you next time.